Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to The Countdown. My name is Ian Farmer, and thank you for listening to The Countdown with Ian Farmer on this Thursday evening. Um, It is draft night, so the NFL draft is here, and I can't wait to watch it tonight and see who my Carolina Panthers pick. Um, I'm not doing a video podcast today because I have to be quiet due to uh, my baby needs to sleep. I'm going to be honest. My baby needs to sleep, and I can't wake her up. So I have to be quiet. So that's why I'm doing audio podcasts, and that might be why I'm sounding a little bit quiet. But I have my full first-round mock draft. What I'm going to do is I'm going to elaborate on picks 1 through 10 and then picks 11 through 32. I'm not going to zoom through them, but there's going to be a lot more or less explaining and me just kind of going through my picks. Um, If there's a pick that I think is interesting, I will stop it, and I'll talk about it for 30 seconds to a minute. But, yeah, let's hop into it. And for the second straight year, the Jacksonville Jaguars have the first pick in the NFL draft. And I think they're going to take Aiden Hutchinson, the edge from Michigan. Trayvon Walker, the edge from from Georgia, his draft stock has, there's not been a single player in the draft that's had their stock rise more than Aiden Hutchinson. Or, I mean, I mean, then Trayvon Walker. But Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan, the highest-graded player in college football. I think he has the potential to be the best player in this draft. Jacksonville needs more defense to keep Trevor Lawrence off the field a little bit more. I think Jacksonville was going to take Aiden Hutchinson. And with the second pick, I had the Detroit Lions taking the edge from Georgia, Trayvon Walker. Like I just said, his draft stock has rose more than any other player in this draft. He is um he is the right pick for the Lions. Now the Lions um their strength is offensive line, so they don't need Evan Neal. They don't need um Ikema Kwango, however you say his name. They don't need a Charles Cross. Um so this is the pick. The only other player I can maybe see them going with is maybe at Sauce Gardner, maybe Kayvon Thibodeau but I think Trayvon Walker is the pick here, and that's who I had the Lions taking. With the third pick, I had the Houston Texans taking Evan Neal, the offensive tackle. One second. The offensive tackle from Alabama. And uh, this is the right pick for them. Evan Neal, I think, is the best offensive lineman in the draft. Uh, They're now taking calls on Laramie Tunsil. So they're going to need offensive linemen. They already said that they're going to keep uh, Davis Mills under center. If they're going to do that, you have to give him protection. They have Brandon Cooks. If the potential was there for Mills, you're going to see it this season. But you won't see it without protection. Evan knew at three. Number four, the Jets. There's no question about it for me. If KV Thibodeau falls to number four, the New York Jets will pick it. Will pick Kavion Thibodeau up, and um, you know, if, if, at the beginning of the college football season, Kavion Thibodeau was the consistent number one pick in the NFL draft, but I still think he's going to get picked in the top four. I think he has one of the highest ceilings, one of the best potential in this draft, and yeah, Jets take Thibodeau at four. Giants at five, and I really like this pick. I don't see Sauce Gardner falling outside the top five. I have 
the New York Giants taking Sauce Gardner. They need defense. Their defense has looked good in past seasons. Their defense didn't look as hot this season. Sauce Gardner has the potential to be the best player in this draft class. Sauce Gardner is not going to fall in the top five. If that happens, every team in the top five is dumb. So, uh, Giants taking Sauce Gardner at five from Cincinnati. Best uh, defensive back in the draft, no question. Now we go to my team at number six, the Carolina Panthers. And um, a lot of people are probably going to expect me to take Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, maybe Desmond Ritter or Sam Howell. And I'm fine with a quarterback, but I think I'm going to have my Carolina. I'm sorry. I think I'm going to have my Carolina Panthers taking Ikeem Ekwongu, however you say his name. I'm sorry. Offensive tackle from NC State. I think he's the second best offensive lineman in this draft. There's no question about it. I believe it was like 800 and some snaps. He's allowed two sacks. I think he only allowed like two sacks in his entire college football career, which is insane. So I think the Panthers' big, I mean, I don't think it's, it's a fact. The Panthers' biggest need is offensive line. They need a quarterback, but they have to have offensive line. Let's say they get Malik Willis tonight. He's not going to thrive with, with that offensive line. They need offensive linemen. I think they can get Iqueen Akwangu at number six. And at number seven, the Giants really could have the best draft um, this year because they had number the number five pick and the number seven pick. They just got Sauce Gardner. I think they're going to go with Charles Cross, the uh, offensive tackle from Mississippi State. The Giants need offensive line. This is going to be Daniel Jones' last year. Last year really should have been his last year, but I think they want to wait out for the draft class next year with Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, and all those quarterbacks. So I think it's time to build up the offensive line. They have a, they have a really good receiving core. Uh, Kenny Galladay, uh, Evan Ingram. So they have a decent receiving core, a, a, a good receiving core, but they need offensive line, and I think they're, I'm going to have them taking Charles Cross. Eight, the Atlanta Falcons. Now, this, I think, is my pick for maybe the best player in the draft. He's top three for me, and that's Kyle Hamilton, the safety from Notre Dame. The Falcons' offense is not bad. Cordell Patterson stepped up at running back last season. Calvin Ridley for the injury. Kyle Pitts, the tight end. Matt Ryan, still a decent uh, quarterback. The problem is the defense. And I think taking Kyle Hamilton here is going to be Huge. It's going to be monumental for the Atlanta Falcons. Kyle Hamilton at eight. I have nothing else to say. Number nine, the Seattle Seahawks. And this is where it gets really interesting because I have the Seattle Seahawks taking the quarterback from Liberty, Malik Willis. Um, As weak as the quarterback class is in this draft, um, there will be one taken in the top ten. I don't think my Panthers are as... The Panthers have a good defense. They have a good receiving court. McCaffrey's one of the best running backs and not the best back in the NFL when healthy. They... The pan, the thing with the Panthers, why I didn't have them taking Malik Willis is because they can get the offensive line right and wait one more year. They can get a quarterback. The Seahawks are in full rebuild mode, and I think they're willing to take a chance. The Panthers are like two, three years in this rebuild. They're not ready to take those high risks anymore. They're ready to win. Seahawks are in the first few months of their rebuild. I think they're willing to take a risk. 
Malik Willis at 9. And at number 10, I have the New York Jets taking Derek Stingley Jr. Now, I know what a lot of people are saying. Zach Wilson wasn't the best quarterback last year. You have two top 10 picks. You're going to take them both on defense. That is a little risky because you need to provide Zach Wilson with offensive line and some receiving weapons. However, I think they're going to take Kayvon Thibodeau at four is no question. I think if the Jets would have had a chance to get Ikeem Okwongu or Charles Cross or maybe even Evan Neal, they would do it. But I think with those three offensive linemen off the board, they're not going to reach back for a Tyler Linderbaum or Kenyon Green. I think they like Derek Stingley is literally arguably the most athletic. Arguably, I said arguably the most athletic player in this draft. Um, he he kind of he he had he didn't play as good in his sophomore and junior campaigns than uh, he did in his uh, freshman campaign. But nevertheless, I think he's uh, even though he might have potential to bust, I think. His the way he plays is the one of the most NFL ready type um players in the draft. So Jets taking Derek Stingley Jr. corner from LSU at 10. Now, like I said, I'm not going to blast through these, but it is going to be a little bit quicker. At 11, I have the Washington Commanders taking Jermaine Johnson, the edge from Florida State. I thought they might take wide receiver here because they could get Garrett Wilson here. But that defense, outside of Chase Young, what do they really have? The offensive line is good. Terry McLaurin, Logan Thomas, Antonio Gibson. They're going to go defense. Jermaine Johnson, edge from Florida State. Number 12 is the Vikings. The Vikings defense has been a problem for years. They need interior defensive lineman Jordan Davis from Georgia at number 12. Number 13, the first wide receiver off the board. Um, the Texans are going to take, you know, their defense early last season showed a lot of uh, veteranship, leadership, and it showed some potential. So I think they can kind of veer away from defense a little bit in this draft. Garrett Wilson from Ohio State, the wide receiver, the Texans pick up. Um, Davis Mills now has um, the best offensive lineman in the draft and the best wide receiver in the draft, along with Brandon Cooks, one of the most underrated wide receivers in the NFL. That's, the, that's Houston's mindset right now. 14, the Baltimore Ravens, I had them taking Drake London, wide receiver from USC. Their uh, defense had a lot of injuries last year. The defense is still going to be elite. Hollywood Brown and Mark Andrews kind of need a receiver there. And the running back class isn't great in this draft, so they can't reach back for anything like that. Even J.K. Dobbins is good. He's solid. So the Ravens have Drake London at 14. 15, three um, consecutive wide receiver picks. Eagles are going to take wide receiver from Alabama, Jamison Will Williams. Now at 16, this is where it gets really interesting. The Saints also have the 19th pick, so they can reach back for a receiver, which they kind of need. Saints are going to take Kenny Pickett, the quarterback from Pittsburgh. I think it happens. They, they know Taysom Hill isn't the answer. They still have Jameis Winston. He showed he was really good at the beginning of the season last year, but he's had so many injuries, even without um, uh, the coach. Oh my God, Sean Payton. They uh they know that the injuries are going to catch up to Jameis Winston. I I think he's going to turn into an injury prone player that bounces around. Sadly, so I think they're going to take Kenny Pickett and take a chance on him. Once again, Drew Brees only been out for two years. Sean Payton just left. They're in months of this rebuild 
they're willing to take a chance, just like the Seahawks are. 17 to Chargers to have them taking offensive tackle Trevor Penning. They got Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson, Joey Bosa. They're not really focused on the defense as much right now. They have Mike Williams, Keenan Allen on the receiving court, Jared Cooks, tight end, Austin Eckler at running back, Justin Herbert quarterback, of course. The only thing that they really need to patch up is a little bit of the offensive line, even though they literally got the best offensive lineman in the draft last year in Rashawn Slater. But yeah, Trevor Penning, the monster from Northern Iowa at 17. Number 18, the Philadelphia Eagles are going to take George Karloftis, the edge from Purdue. They just got a wide receiver, which I think they needed. That's back-to-back years, actually, where they drafted a wide receiver from Alabama. Got Devontae Smith last year. Um, They need defense edge. George Karloftis from Purdue, which I think is really underrated, by the way. 19, the wide receiver they get. You already saw this coming. The Saints are going to get Chris Olave the wide receiver from Ohio State. They just got their quarterback. They knew it had they knew that they had a um pick at 19. Ohio State wide receiver Chris Olave at 19. The Packers are now in trouble. All the top wide receivers are off the board. Number 20, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Their defense is elite. They did just lose Juju, but they still have Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson. They have Najee Harris. Mitch Trubisky is their bridge quarterback for a year. They're going to take offensive linemen, the interior offensive lineman from Texas A&M, Kenyon Green. 21, the New England Patriots, they need defense. It's not really much of a reach back. Maybe they have to reach back a little bit for this, but I think they're going to take Devin Lloyd, the linebacker from Utah at 21. 22, the Packers aren't going to go wide receiver at 22. They need, a, they need a little bit of uh, interior defensive lineman, Deontay Wyatt from Georgia. 23, the Cardinals are going to take. One of their biggest needs is corner and defensive back. They're going to take Trent McDuffie, the cornerback from Washington. 24, the Cowboys are going to take Daxon Hill, the safety from Michigan. That's not a reach back at all, in my opinion. I think Hill has some potential. 25, the Bills are – I think the Bills – This here, here's – it, I, know, I know I'm not doing anything past the first round. You want a little nugget. I think if either Brees Hall or, uh, Brees Hall or Kenneth Walker the third is there for the Bills in the later rounds, they're going to pick him up. Devin Singletary just hasn't been productive enough. They need, I think, seriously, if the Bills could get a running game, it could change their entire season because they really haven't had one ever since the Josh Allen era started. But I had the Bills taking in-tier offensive linemen. Zion, Zion Johnson from Boston College. 26, the Titans are really going to think about going Traylon Burks, the wide receiver from Arkansas. They're going to take Nakobe Dean, the linebacker from Georgia. 27, the Buccaneers. They still kind of need defensive back a little bit. That was really their only thing that they really needed to patch up um, in their Super Bowl season a couple years ago. I think they're going to go Kier. I can't pronounce the first name. Kier Elam. Cornerback from Florida. Now at 28, he might not be the best wide receiver in the draft. Nowhere close. But I think the Green Bay Packers are going to take Traylon Burks, wide receiver from Arkansas. So now they have Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, Traylon Burks, and uh, Sammy Watkins. So maybe enough, maybe. 29, the Chiefs are going to take Andrew Booth Jr., the cornerback from Clemson. I think that's a good pick. I think that could be a steal in the draft, dude. Andrew Booth Jr., I think he's got some potential. 
back-to-back picks at number 30. I think the Chiefs are going to go. I mean, all the wide receivers are off the board. What are you going to do? They, they, they got Juju, so, I mean, um, I think they're going to take the edge from Minnesota. Boy, Mafe. Two defensive picks. I like it from the Chiefs. Number 31, the Bengals. You would think I would go with the safety here. I'm not going to. They made so many offensive line moves. They want to make sure this but this boy is patched up in the offensive line. Tyler Linderbaum, the inside offensive lineman from Iowa. And at 32, the one thing that may be, this may be the biggest surprise of my first round final mock draft. I have the Detroit Lions taking Desmond Ritter from Cincinnati, the quarterback. They already got Trayvon Walker. They have offensive line. T.J. Hawkinson is still there. There's no wide receivers left on the board. This draft class isn't that good. So 32, I mean, the first round, I mean, there may be some couple potential players in later rounds, but no reason for the Lions not to take a shot here, and I think they're going to take Desmond Ritter. Once again, this is a team that, even they've been in a reboot for a while, but they just got a new coach, so it's kind of like a fresh start with Jared Goff and all that. So they're going to, they're going to have the guts to take a risk, and I think they're going to go Desmond Ritter. But, guys, that is my first-round mock draft. Thank you for listening today. I really appreciate Sorry I have to be so quiet. I can't do video. But, I mean, either way, I really appreciate you guys listening to this. Can't wait for the draft tonight. I'll pay for stake. Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett, I'll be fine with it. But I think they're going to go Akeem Aquanu. But, guys, thank you for listening, and I will see you guys later. Peace.